Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's take a look at some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 42, dated October 17th. It's the Redmond Issue. This week, nearly the entire issue is packed with news, happenings, and other great stuff from the bustling town of Redmond. From our news page, a warm place all winter. An effort is underway to keep Redmond's winter shelter open beyond just those extra cold nights by Nicole Vulcan. Temperatures have already dipped well below freezing on a number of occasions this fall, a chilly, if not life-threatening prospect for those who go to sleep outside or in temporary shelters in central Oregon. To help meet the need for a warm place to sleep for people when those temperatures dip below the 32-degree mark, a number of temporary warming shelters open up during the winter months, often opening around this time of year or even a bit later in the cities of central Oregon. But as this season's early freezes demonstrate, there's a need for a more permanent solution for those experiencing homelessness, or at the very least, a need for shelter facilities that are open longer during the coldest months of the year. In Redmond, Shepherd's House Ministries has been actively working to raise funds to keep its winter warming shelter open on more than just a part-time basis. In years past, the shelter has opened when the forecast was expected to dip below 32 degrees. But the agency knows that's only a partial solution. The best option, of course, would be to have wraparound services and enough affordable housing options to keep everyone from experiencing homelessness. Perhaps a more attainable goal, and one already well underway, is to keep the winter warming shelter open throughout the entire winter, from November 15th to March 15th, every night, rather than only on below freezing nights. Shepherd's House is actively fundraising for the effort, said John Lotus, Director of Emergency Services at Shepherd's House Ministries, and is about 60% of the way toward its fundraising goal. An October 2nd benefit concert in Redmond brought in about $5,300 of the $50,000 needed. We still have some grants pending, but we are still very interested in private donations. Lotus said, adding that they're hoping to exceed their fundraising goal beyond the bare minimum to build in some funds for the unexpected. As it has been in past years, the shelter will be housed at different churches around Redmond. Men, women, and adults with children will be welcome at the shelter. Any unaccompanied minors will receive help getting to a youth-focused shelter, Lotus said. Guests of the shelter can receive food, clothing, and other essentials but have to leave the shelter each night, since the winter warming shelter moves around to various locations. To find out where it's housed on a particular night and where to get picked up to go to the shelter, People can call a message number or find the posted schedule at places including St. Vincent de Paul, Jericho's Table, and the local libraries. This week's feature story, Redmond's Renaissance. The Hub City is taking advantage of urban renewal to liven up downtown and other districts as well. By Bill Mintons. According to Redmond's mayor, the changes happening right now in his city are nothing short of a renaissance thanks in large part to urban renewal funds. Let this fact sink in for a moment. 
Redmond's population has doubled since 2000. Now at about 30,000 residents, Redmond's yearly growth rate has been about 6.7%, Bend's 3.2%. Portland State University's Population Research Center is estimating that by 2035, the population in Redmond will reach 40,000. Based on our history, I imagine we'll reach that number earlier, said Chuck Arnold, Economic Development Urban Renewal Program Manager for the City of Redmond. In terms of commerce, it's pretty obvious why the city has marketed itself as the hub of Central Oregon. The region's commercial airport is centrally located there, and the community lies at the crossroads of U.S. Highway 97 and Oregon 126. Redmond is a hub for fishing, hiking, camping, rock climbing, whitewater rafting, skiing, and golf. Demographically, Redmond is mostly young families and retiring baby boomers, and like all areas of Central Oregon, housing prices have been rapidly increasing, viewed as a lower cost yet close by alternative to Bend. According to Zillow's August 31st data, the median home value in Bend was $438,800. Redmond's was $306,000. A host of factors attract residents and tourists to cities. An easily accessed and vibrant downtown core is a big one. Prior to 2008, you couldn't have a conversation on the sidewalks of 5th or 6th Streets in downtown Redmond. And sip coffee or beer at a sidewalk cafe? Forget about it. Those were the main arteries for truck traffic on Highway 97. Urban Renewal to the Rescue City leaders knew, well before the Great Recession in 2008, that renewal of the downtown core had to start with relocation of Highway 97. In 2003, Redmond's mayor at the time, Alan Unger, knew things had to change. There are more and more cars and trucks every year. It used to be 25,000 a day. And with the new trucks, it is going to be killing our downtown even more. The sooner we get the reroute done, the sooner we can breathe new life into it, he said. The city of Redmond contributed about $13 million in urban renewal dollars to the total project cost of about $90 million, in partnership with the Oregon Department of Transportation. Before the highway was relocated, people said it would kill downtown businesses. Right before the highway bypass was put in, 7,000 cars were going through downtown every day. Several years later, after the bypass was completed and 40,000 cars per day are using the bypass, 7,000 cars are going through downtown. And they aren't trucks. They're local people frequenting the businesses on 5th and 6th Streets, said Chuck Arnold. The new life that Unger anticipated is obvious now, driving through Redmond's downtown core. From our sound section, producing love and music. New Redmond production company, Wolfhouse, aims to bring community together and produce more shows in the Hub City by Isaac Beale. At the beginning of the year, Jordan Wolf stepped into the unknown and tried to make a new path for himself. And that path was Wolf House. He and his wife Katie bought a home across the street from a drop-in center for homeless people in Redmond and started inviting their friends to come stay with them as they worked to try and reinvent community. From there, Wolf and his wife would invite homeless people and other community members to their home where they would host dinners for everyone. It wasn't until a little ways down the road when Wolf would see he needed to fully commit to this path, deciding to pursue music full-time and adding that to his overall mission. 
Katie handles administrative and marketing, while Wolf is networking and performing. The new organization, Wolf House, hosts monthly house shows and helps produce gigs in the Central Oregon area. We found that we had a bit of a knack for it, and so we started helping other artists whenever we could, Wolf tells the Source Weekly. And instead of pastoring in a traditional way, I'm more of a renegade community organizer, just trying to get as many people doing the things they love as possible. On October 2nd, Wolfhouse helped put on the Redmond Winter Shelter Benefit Concert with Shepherd's House and Music in the Canyon. It feels great to give a little back. For our first year, and for doing it so quickly, we were happy with it, but I'm already so excited to level it up next year and do more in that vein, says Wolf. Since January, we have played, hosted, or booked over 100 gigs, but we haven't done anything quite like that benefit. So it's definitely new territory, but at the same time, it's not too foreign. Wolfhouse is currently on the lookout for more partnerships and is in the early stages of the music scene in Redmond. Wolf says that with summer ending, the best bet for finding indoor concerts in Redmond is to come hang out at their house shows. Otherwise, he mentions music in the canyon and music on the green as great opportunities for music in Redmond during the summer. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. Be sure to pick up your free copy of the Source Weekly wherever you find yourself in Central Oregon or log on to our website, bensource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.